0: Get I don't it. like this one. This is not running smoothly at all, and I think we're going all over. This. Yeah, I'm deleting it. We
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jay and Ben's hour. Ten minutes. Uh, I'm Jay McKinnis. Ben Robinson, and we are at Crab Park Wharf. Great, right in front of what I believe is the fixed crane that bumped and knocked off its tracks earlier in the week. Anyway. That bad boy fell over, like full on over. Didn't fall over, it landed on top of it. It's
0: still falling over,
1: it doesn't matter where it's like 10 feet, it wouldn't like Side. Fall. Today, we're discussing how you can manipulate your offer as a buyer to make it more appealing without just throwing money at the seller. So without
0: bumping the price. Yeah more so if you've been watching our videos or reading our blogs you've noticed that the market increased quite a lot for those homes that are $650,000 and under and so we're dealing a lot with buyers who are maybe at the the pinnacle or the peak of their budget and they want to make their offer more appealing, they want to capture a place uh, because the reality of it is, is that market, although people don't want to hear it, things are even selling for above asking price. It's going to multiple offers, they're selling within a week and you want to be able to capture that or even make your offer more appealing even if you can't increase the price point. So we've been asked that question, oh, how can I make my offer more appealing without overstretching myself in terms of a budget?
1: Yeah so we'll bring out the stats next month but this month has like Ben said picked up quite quickly. So the market is substantially different now, at least in that entry level under 650 um, than it was the last quarter, of whole quarter of 2018. So, which ties us into this, if the price is being pressured again, what can you do as a first time buyer, um, maybe a second time buyer or an investor, looking at these entry level units specifically, because that market we know has been the first to pick up, what can you do to make your offer more appealing to the seller without just
0: adding more money on top of the pile? Mm -hmm. There's two ways that we're gonna break down, so we'll start with our first one, which is dates. Talk to me about dates. So dates
1: is the easiest of the two usually, and I think for the most part it can be done with a phone call, um, which not a lot of people may think. Um, A phone call from your agent, your buyer's agent, for example, myself or Ben, Uh, to the listing agent, the agent representing the seller and say what sort of dates is your seller looking for. This isn't information that's on the listing or anything you would know without calling. So what sort of dates and circumstance uh, is your seller in? Have they purchased somewhere else? Uh, Are they needing to sell this to buy something else? Do they have a place in the meantime that they can go to? If they're going to have to go search for something else but they want to sell first. Get an understanding for where the seller sits right now with their place on the market. and be flexible on your side, if you're in a rental or whatever your circumstance is, if it's for principal residence, uh, to be able to abide by what the seller's looking for. Does the seller want three months? Does the seller prefer 30 days? Is the place vacant? Do they want 15 days? Because it's just sitting there, eating up mortgage, tax, and strata money. What do they want? And kind of manipulating yourself, your schedule, and your
0: offer to that. So for those of you who relate more to monetary terms, if you have a, a vacant unit and the current owner is paying a mortgage on that, that's easily $2,500 a month. So if you're looking at a closing date of two months in the future, that's two payments of $2,500 which is $5,000. Plus math. strata. Plus strata fees, etc. It's easily, it's easily going to come to, depending on the, the mortgage and the rates, anywhere between five and 10000 bucks. So you agreeing to a closing date before. Uh, So within the next couple like week or two weeks, whenever it works with your schedule as well, that can save essentially 10,000 bucks for the current buyer right now, which is the same as adding another $10,000 onto your
1: offer price. And that's another point you can bring to their listing agent as well if it hasn't been said. Make that known that this is a $10,000 value. Um, your offer might be ten or twenty thousand under their asking price, possibly give or take. But here's ten thousand to take into consideration that may not be on paper in the contract, but it's being paid. It's floating around the
0: circumstance. So our second one is um, this is subjects. Yeah. So how we can manipulate subjects? Yeah. So of course every situation is going to be different, guys. It's not like a cookie cutter kind of process, but everyone's situation will be different. So typically we tend to see i would say three main subjects when it comes to especially that price range but we're either looking at subject to like minutes so the starter documents a depreciation report uh, engineers report sometimes um this is something which is easy if you just be proactive in in this you can speak to your agent get those documents b- beforehand because nine times out of 10, the listing agent will already have those. Six times out of 10. Six times out of 10. Being generous to our fellow. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you can read through those prior to to writing your offer. It's, It's something, even after you view the unit, if you can get access to them, a lot of them are on MLS, or if you get the realtor to send them to you immediately, you can go through it in an hour, hour and a half, two hours in detail, right there after the viewing. Going through all of that information, and six times out of ten you'll have it, allows you to then write that offer already happy with what those minutes are showing with any upcoming bylaw changes, any rules that exist in the building, any special assessments, levies, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So you can you can take that off immediately and remove one of your subjects. And the closer you get to subject free, the better unless your offer is. So second probably most common. Yeah, so there's that and to say that the first is always
1: going to be the that specific one looking at strata documents because it's the easiest and it's the most risk averse will say if you have your your pre-approval in place, which of course everyone should have before their offering, um, that's great, but the bank or whoever's loaning you the money still needs a firm or or an accepted offer, sorry, to finalize the loan. So there's still a subjective nature to the pre-approval. So to remove the subject of financing is very scary with good reason for a lot of people because if they remove it and their offer goes firm for again, we'll talk about the other subjects, you're still obligated to, of course, purchase. So that's probably the last one I would suggest removing. Um, The second, obviously, being the subject to inspection, give or take how in-depth the minutes are, give or take what sort of engineer's reports the building may have, how old the building is, um, what they're going through, what it looks like. This is an option you can either remove fully, give or take your comfort level on all all the prerequisite details, or, of course, you can do a pre inspection, which is not common, but um, you can do an inspection right away. If the sellers are saying we want to at least look at offers next week, we want the the weekend open, can I come in with my inspector through the week? Again, $500 roughly that you're, yes, putting on the line, but you can get the inspection done and out of the way before you put your offer in, which again gives you the second point of leverage with subjects to possibly remove, but not necessarily removing
0: the risk because you've done your due diligence on those two levels. Yeah, that also shows to the seller as well that you're you're serious as well and it's going to stand out like jay said it's not very common so when that happens it's looked upon of course very favorably and then plus it removes that subject as well the third one is where it gets not necessarily so dicey i think it depends on your personal situation but a subject of financing we always say to our guys that we work with pre-approval you're pre-approved so providing nothing has changed life circumstance wise that pre-approval is going to stand um and you can you can so when you are pre-approved you can remove that subject of financing if it's your first time going through this process as a maybe a first time home buyer you're probably gonna be a little bit more cautious it's not something that you have dealt with on a regular basis and there's a lot of people that we deal with who are more experienced in the buying process who have that pre-approval they know how it's gonna work and they're happy to remove that and that is probably a major condition which is or subject which is because we're in Canada A major subject which is in a lot of offers and removing that is going to boost your offer fantastically for something which is not equivalent to increasing the price because it's something which, especially nowadays with lending becoming harder and harder, something which a lot of people hiccup on.
1: Yeah, so that's the most subjective subject of those three. Of course there are more. Perfect world, you don't have to remove any, we don't necessarily recommend or would obviously would never push you to remove any but would not necessarily just default recommend to remove them. It's all based on your comfort uh, level. Look at markets of of years past when things were selling subject free over asking and all that. Obviously it's been done plenty of times Uh, not to say that no one has got caught up in anything so we never recommend that removing any subjects like that fundamental subjects. as just a baseline way to do things, but it all based on your comfort level and the circumstance and where you feel most comfortable making these adjustments and moves.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to note as well. This is this is just to get you over the final hurdle. So we're not talking the property is on the market for six hundred thousand and you're offering five hundred and fifty thousand. We're not saying if you remove these subjects uh, or one, two, three, or all of them that. It's going to make that fifty gap, fifty grand gap disappear. You know, this is assuming that you're in a competitive situation. Maybe you're five, ten, fifty grand a max away, and you want to have a little bit of something that's going to push you over the edge above your competition. Yeah, and I think
1: again, it always comes to that that one point where we have a good idea of what we can do to the offer to achieve the property, and if the risks of removing the uh, the subjects are something that you're comfortable with, great. If they're not, there's always another one. So it's an option, but definitely not a mandatory step when things are getting close and uh, we want to achieve a win.
0: Absolutely. So guys, any more questions on this, feel free to give us a call. You can check out our blog online. If you wanted to read about us, you can hear our podcast as well, which is, the podcast is the Vancouver
1: Real Estate Audio Experience. A little bit long. An awful name. We, we, need need to ch- we need to change that. It's an awful name. I like the name, but it's long. That's where it is on um, all the podcast listening stations. Uh, Vancouver First Time VancouverFirstTimeHomeBuyers.com, which is a new up and running uh, program that we have with monthly seminars, the website, uh, the same name under Instagram to keep you up to date on things
0: that we're discussing here and others that we're seeing out and about in the world of Vancouver real estate and that is it just drop us a follow on social media guys so we are McInnes Marketing on Instagram Facebook as Jay said Vancouver first time home buyers on Instagram and Facebook Real Benjamin Robinson on Instagram I am Jay McInnes on Instagram literally I am Jay McInnes you guys drop us some reviews as well and Keep your questions coming. We love hearing from you and we want to provide you with the right content. Until next week, McInnes Marketing out.